Podcast number 21, November 25th, 2021. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. So which comes first, irritability or insomnia? That was the initial question on my last podcast. And now for the antidote to insomnia. Perhaps a good night's sleep will solve your irritability. Mine too. I'm too old to possess an original idea, so with apologies to whomever came up with the process of falling asleep, here is what I try to practice every night since testing positive for COVID over a year ago. When my head is on the pillow, the room darkened and my mind is unable to shut off. I run three highlights from the day. It could be as mundane as just getting through the day without feeling sad or as grand as receiving an award. I actually look forward to these moments of quiet meditation. There are days, however, I find it challenging to come up with three highlights or even one. That's when I had an epiphany of creating my very own highlight every day. I find something fun or out of the norm each day, which will ensure at least one highlight. For me, it's getting a Starbucks after going to the gym, and yes, I know, that's contradicting. On many nights, I never get to the third highlight because my mind has accepted sleep. Here's the irony. My negative self starts to proclaim that the day was dismal and there were no highlights. Then it will occur to me that something special did actually happen. If I hadn't taken the time to contemplate this, I might have gone to sleep believing the day was a disaster. Such was the case last night. I cooked all day, which I love to do, but I was exhausted. And as I lay there, I thought, you know, really, I'm just tired. And then it occurred to me that it snowed for the first time yesterday. And as I was cooking, I looked out to the Rocky Mountains and I saw this snow coming down and it actually stuck on the ground. And then I realized that my son called me multiple times during the day to make sure that we had this meal all ready to go for today. Those are gifts and those are highlights. When I recovered from COVID, I added on one more element to my nightly routine. I give God thanks for three people, events, or things. There are some nights when my prayer sounds something like this. Father God, thank you for all the things I take for granted and for all the things you are doing in my life I cannot understand or see. Sleep weaves its way into my restless soul soon after. However, if the heaviness of eyelids is still not experienced, I raise up prayers for individuals I know who are hurting, for a nation which is in chaos, and all of my 6,000 former students. Of course, I do not lift them up by name, but I am eternally grateful these students' orbits intersected with mine. It made my life more worthwhile. Occasionally, I pray for my enemies. I know, right? But I find that very consoling. As a teacher of 46 years, I know I've garnered a few. My simple request is that God would grant my enemies the insight to see my heart and understand my passion for teaching. And sometimes that passion for teaching got in my way. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Don't disparage over the political activists who would have us ignore this holiday. 
We can be thankful right now, today, for so many things, especially that which we take for granted. I'm Paula Bach, the author of Rescue the Teacher, Save the Child. Tune in soon. Here's the tease. What are today's teachers saying about the profession on social media? Share this link with any and all. Please visit my website, rescuetheteacher.com. That's rescuetheteacher, all one word, dot com. If you're experiencing unfair practices in your teaching position, or if you know someone who is, please reach out to me at rescuetheteacher at yahoo.com. That's rescuetheteacher, all one word, at yahoo.com. And do make it a happy Thanksgiving.